world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. everybody welcome to everybody's favorite new show on the red pill project this is morning coffee with andrea and vince a little show where we go over the news and events of the day including finance u.s world news health news science news and more uh welcome we are live every day monday through friday 8 30 a.m pacific 11 30 a.m eastern uh, and also we have other programs on the Red Pill Project. As many of you are aware, some of you may not be. That is the Daily Dose at 5.30 p.m. Pacific, 8.30 p.m. Eastern, every evening, Monday through Thursday. The, and also Fringe, Conversations on the Fringe, which is live 7.30 p.m. Pacific, 9.30 p.m. Uh, Eastern, every Friday. And Six. what? 6.30 p.m. Pacific. What did I say? You said 7.30. Yep, 6.30 p.m. Pacific. Thank you. Um, and we have Mars Chronicles on Saturdays as well as Makes You Think. Um, so welcome, everybody. We're going to talk about the news this morning. Um, if you want to support decentralized news and media, you can. We have a campaign active now on Give, Send, Go. If you go to redpills.tv slash go, you could check that campaign out. Donate anything from a dollar or two to a cup of coffee to $17 for the 17-year club, etc. This helps us continue to pay our bills and keep the shows flowing and future content. Josh is working on documentary, books, everything. We've got a lot of stuff in the future coming through. 
and that helps us keep the ball rolling. So thank you guys for visiting redpills.tv slash go and helping us with that. We greatly appreciate it. Also, we'll be monitoring the chats for any messages you guys send through with your donations over on DLive Rumble Pilled. Of course, we have people coming in live from Facebook, Clout Hub, Facebook, Clout Hub, everywhere. Um, I always forget all these things. Facebook, Clout Hub, we have Telegram, um, and you could also find our stream uploaded everywhere else later, like Odyssey and BitChute, etc. So, anyway, this is crazy. It's um, June 22nd, 2022, Wednesday, and of course, I'm joined by Andrea Kreft. Andrea, how are you this morning? Good morning. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing Okay. You know, right. Kevin's driving me nuts. He's getting braver and braver every morning. Uh, but I'm doing well. It's, it's a nice, gloomy day. It seems like summer lasted one day here. Uh, but here we are. Yep, it's pretty nice here. It's supposed to be pretty nice, pretty mild here for the next couple of days. So definitely looking forward to that. Yeah, I guess, you know, most people are dealing with crazy heat waves. So you guys be safe out there. Um, and prepare for the crazy weather extremes. Yes. Drink lots of water. If you're in those areas where there's heat waves going on, just keep yourself hydrated. Try to keep yourself cool. Find some shade. Hopefully you're not experiencing brownouts and blackouts on top of all of it. Definitely staying hydrated is the key component there. Yep. Stay hydrated. Stay positive. Stay alive. Feel I feel like they're coming after us. I'm gonna be honest with you. That might sound paranoid or crazy, but well, look they definitely are. Look around. Yeah. yeah. It Every sounds doom and gloom. Sounds paranoid or crazy to somebody who's just snoring, but it's true. And there's a lot of people out there that are. Yeah. Holy mackerel! So, uh, Pam D. Pam D-E-I gifted a cookie over there on Foxhole. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Pilled family is just phenomenal. Mm-hmm. The, the Pilled Red Pill division. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, uh, what do you say we just get into it? Um, yeah. yeah, let's just go for it. We're going to start with finance, everybody. We do have developing breaking news. Uh, let's take a look, quick look at the markets. Uh, some of you may know... Um, some of you may have caught this this morning. I'm not sure. This may be your first round of any type of news, um, but this is what this is what's going on. Um, let's go look at just the markets real quick. So um, everything opened up um, lower than it closed, but we are in the green now. The S&P 500 is up 0.44 percent. The Dow is up 0.29 percent. The Nasdaq is up 0.95 percent. That is, and also um, oil is down almost four and a half or over four and a half percent at one hundred and four dollars. That's interesting. Gold is up to one thousand eight hundred forty-two, still around that eighteen hundred nineteen hundred mark. Silver is down to twenty-one forty-seven, a bargain, and Bitcoin is at twenty thousand five hundred and thirty, down four and a half percent. So. One thing about gold and silver, you guys know that we work with Dr. Kirk Elliott and um, he is a financial advisor and helps us understand 
ways to protect our wealth, utilizing gold and silver and other precious metals, and as well as uh, other investments. But gold and silver right now are the thing a lot of people are looking at. One thing I've heard people talk about is that, and actually we, we may hear from uh, Kirk Elliott today, but one thing, uh, not on this show, but on Josh's Dark to Light or uh, Daily Dose, I think we'll have Kirk, Kirk talk about this, but I think one of the sentiments that I'm seeing with these investor people and professional investors is that gold and silver have just been kind of lollygagging there with their fake prices in the stock market, right? But meanwhile, inflation is just going up, 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 up. Um, and I think the sentiment is that gold is going to have to catch up with that inflationary trend eventually. So also the disparity between silver and gold. Kirk Elliott talks about this a lot historically the ratio is a lot tighter right now it's very uh far apart so that means that either gold is overvalued or silver is undervalued um and that they'll have to catch up eventually kind of to their historical ratio in comparison to each other um so we'll see and if you guys are interested in uh diversifying your investments or learning more you could go to getgoldtoday.com and talk to kirk elliott get a consultation for free talk to him and his team getgoldtoday.com what did you say andrea i said they're probably both gold is probably overvalued and silver is probably undervalued so i think it's a combination of hmm. i think that they're both going to go up <laughs> I do too. I don't think gold is, I don't think you're going to ever see gold come down. But I do think that it's overvalued for, uh, in comparison to silver. Yeah. Um, the only way. No, I'm sorry, go ahead. The only way gold will come down is if it's forced down and it's not going to stay down in that event. No, and I don't think you're ever going to see silver rise above gold it may right. rise no. to meet it but i don't think actually i i'm not even sure i would say that just because there's a lot of physical physical applications for silver more so than gold mm -hmm. and so it would be unreasonable to expect to see higher prices where gold is valued more on its um basis of wealth savings mm -hmm. Um, countries use it as a kind of a form of currency, I guess, and storage, wealth storage, where silver has more physical applications for mm. electronics and such. And so I think you almost have to look at it from the standpoint that silver is never going to be as high as gold is just because of its um, use. But then, you know, there's also a lot less silver in the world than there is gold, too. So And higher demand. Yeah. And higher, yeah. So it's hard to know, but yeah, who knows? It's definitely interesting to watch what's going on there. Both, both are definitely good investments. I, I wouldn't say that one is mm -hmm. better than the other, mm -hmm. in my opinion. I'm not a financial advisor by any means, but yeah. I would feel comfortable owning both. Yeah, of course. Um, <clears throat> silver has a little bit more returned. Uh, they're both great, though. Um. All right, let's see here. So Powell testified today. 
and said that the U.S. economy can handle the additional rate hikes that are coming. That's not all he said. He said a bunch of stuff. It was quite a shit show. Um, Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell on Wednesday pushed back against economists who argued that aggressive Fed interest rate hikes have increased the odds of a recession of hard landing or hard or hard landing for the U.S. economy. Quote, the American economy is very strong and well positioned to handle tighter monetary policy, Powell said in remarks prepared for delivery to a Senate banking committee hearing. He said that gross domestic product had has picked up since a week first quarter this year and that consumer spending remains strong. Powell told the lawmakers that the central bank is committed to bringing inflation down and that and that additional rate hikes are coming. He said that only the size of the upcoming moves have not been decided. All right. So more rate hikes we don't know to what extent. Quote we anticipate that ongoing rate increases will be appropriate. The pace of those changes will continue to depend on the incoming data and the evolving outlook for the economy, Powell said. Quote, we will make our decision meeting by meeting and we will continue to communicate our thinking as clearly as possible, he added. The Fed has already raised its benchmark interest rate by 1.5 percentage points since March, the fastest pace in decades, as it tries to quickly get rates back to a mere a more normal level after two years of ultra-low levels close to zero to support the economy during the pandemic. Powell signals that, signaled last week that the Fed would be choosing between a 50 basis point move or a 75 basis point move at their July 26th to 27th meeting. That would move its policy rate close to 3%. Projections released last week show the median forecast of Fed officials sees the benchmark rate will peak just under 4% next year, although some officials expect rates to go above that level. Wow. That means they might have to raise it a full percentage point, I think. Well, we'll see. Powell told lawmakers that inflation has surprised the central bank. Further surprise could be in store. Surprise is bad for the economy. Yeah, I think they know exactly what they're doing. Further surprises in store. That's basically like Joe Biden calling out, we're going to have a second pandemic. That's what they're saying. Yeah. This is not good. Um, they're, they're all liars. They're all liars and pretending to be stupid, really. They know what they're doing. Yeah, and they, they, they talk to us and treat us like the, like we're stupid. Mm-hmm. And like we can't figure out. We're too stupid to figure out simple economics. Um, and the fact that when inflation is even though they're saying it's around 10 or 11%, we all know that it's really sitting around 30 or 40%. Um, there's stupid little one and a half percent increase isn't going to do shit for anybody. No. And they're like, no. be, be happy peasants. Yeah. Yeah. Market sentiment. They're trying to control it, but it's not going to last. We'll see how they do. Um, what else did he say? I don't think we'll provoke a recession, he said. He also said. He's right about that. What they're provoking is a a depression. (sighs) Right. He said it's a possibility the rate rises could cause a recession, though. So what the fuck? He says it's possible it could cause a recession. I don't think it's going to cause a recession, though. Yeah, you're right. It's not going to be a recession. It's going to be a great, great depression. you got to remember, words are important. And the words that they're using... Mm. Um, have have meaning, and they're, and they're absolutely right. We're not looking at a recession. What we are looking at is a depression, and they know damn well that that's what it is, which is why you're not hearing those words 
you're hearing the word recession instead. It's all about the recession. We're not looking at a recession. We're looking at a complete and total economic collapse of our country causing a depression. Yeah. And this is just coming from, you know, an average everyday, you know, simple American being able to look at this and being and can you guys aren't stupid. None of you are stupid out there. You all know this is coming. You see the same thing that I see. You, you know, you probably have pretty close to the same budget that I have every month to survive on. And I mean, we see what's happening and we know that it's not sustainable. Yeah, totally. You know, people, people, they say, oh, people are spending more. Yeah, they're putting it all on their credit cards. <laughs> Yeah, I think he also mentioned something about um, rate uh, job increases, uh, pay increases. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, yesterday they were talking about, I saw an article that said that um, to bring inflation down, they needed to lay off 10% of the workforce, the American workforce. I'm like, yeah. how is laying off millions of people going to help inflation come down that's actually oh, by throwing them into abject poverty and so they stop purchasing things yes that's how it works that would <laughs> technically bring down inflation that's, yeah that's a really shitty way to bring down inflation sorry people you can lose your jobs you can't buy anything because you no longer have any money yeah people yeah that's why when they raise they raise the rates but then they also increase everybody's pay that's literally doing nothing no, it's not doing it, anything. Maybe they haven't been time. doing anything. And they're, they think that we're too stupid to notice all of this. And the problem is, is that we're not stupid. We're just forced into a position where we don't have a choice, right? If your boss gives you a raise, what are you going to say? No, thanks. I'm trying to fight inflation. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> you get an annual increase of 3%. I'm sorry. Inflation's at like 30. Please take my money back. I don't want it. <laughs> Yeah, it's such a mess. That's funny. please don't pay me more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, yeah, so I feel like we're gonna hear the same song week after week. In just a few days, we'll see how much they decide to increase the rates by, and how that affects the markets. Last time they increased the rates, the markets reacted positively, which is the opposite of how what you'd expect. Um, if you know anything, but then after a day or two, of course they went back down or maybe it was three days. Maybe that was that three day rise that we were looking at yesterday morning. Okay. Anyway, the markets, we'll see what happens today, but you know what? It might not be green. Uh, if it is, then tomorrow, or the next day will definitely be red and it's going to then drop more than it's gone up this Monday and Tuesday. So that's my prediction. That's my, you know what my thought is. Yeah. What? I think BlackRock and Vanguard own enough of everything that they're pumping money into this market until they're told to pull the bottom out from underneath of it. Of course. Stock buybacks, large liquid companies. Yeah, that's manipulated. I could definitely see that. Um, one thing that really grossed me out this morning when I was reading some of the headlines over here on Yahoo Finance, one of them was like, two top stocks to buy during this recession or something along those lines. Guess what the two stocks were? I'll just tell you. <laughs> Close. No. AstraZeneca and Apple. Oh, and I was yeah. like, what the fuck? What is this? So that you could fund slavery and chip making and then also corrupt 
uh, murderous. What are they? What are they? Um, pharmaceutical manufacturers. Yeah, pharmaceutical manufacturers. So they could like they're going to come together and then inject chips. <laughs> or, you know. Uh, yeah, hundred percent. I half, don't think it's half, at all. I think you're spot on. <laughs> half joking, but yeah, AstraZeneca and Apple. That's what they're telling people to invest in. What? Are, is anybody actually reading this and they're like, okay, I'm going to go buy some Apple stock today? No. Oh my gosh. Yeah, like I'm going to go purchase my AstraZeneca stock after I go get my booster. Yeah, but first I needed to get my monkey shot. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if they'll give it to me all on the same day. <laughs> I invested in this. Oh, God. Thank goodness, pretty soon I'll be able to get my flu shot and my COVID shot all at the same time. It's, it's dumb. It's just dumb. It's not good for your health, in my opinion. And I'm not a medical professional, but... Uh, and lastly here, we haven't looked at this in a while. This is the US dollar to the Russian ruble exchange rate. Um, we see the... Oh, uh, what do I? What am I doing here? Okay, we look good. So, um, it skyrocketed in March 2022. This is this means uh, you'd get less rubles per dollar. The ruble was doing bad when this chart was high. Now, let's uh, go down here to one month. Ruble's just been decreasing, which means becoming more valuable. In this comparison, it's a little misleading, I know, but um, the rubles are stronger than ever. Basically, is what this is telling us. Oh okay. yeah, it's it, it's stronger than even it was probably when Donald Trump was in office. Yeah, it, yeah, the I whole mean, time Trump was in office. Uh, wait, yeah. maybe not. Mm, so the less no. currency you can get for a currency, it is the more valuable Actually, that currency is. Yeah. Oh my gosh. The last time the ruble was this valuable, we have to go to the 10 year chart. Oh my gosh. It was 2015. When Obama was in office. This is insane. This is really insane. So. Russia is fighting this well, I would say. See, what you what you can look at is if you look at the years that Trump was in office, the mm -hmm. U.S. dollar was more valuable um, than the ruble when compared to the ruble that it is now. Now what we see is that the U.S. dollar is not holding its own when it comes to the ruble. So the ruble is actually more valuable. It's not more valuable. It's It's not more valuable than the dollar. It's just more valuable than it was. Compared yeah, exactly. to the dollar. Precisely. Sorry. Yeah, it's really okay. Statement. Well, it your your statement's not incorrect. I think that it's just um English is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> because the statement works. It's just I think that it has a double meaning. Right. Yeah, the the dollar is still for now more valuable than the ruble. Mm -hmm. Um, because what, what you're looking at in order for them to be even on the same page together, it would have to be a one-to-one -one ratio. So you would get one ruble for one us dollar. If you can get 40, 54 rubles for a dollar, then the us dollar is still stronger because it would cost you more rubles to get a $1 mm -hmm. bill than it would, you know, 
It's, but the, with the number going down, you know, the ruble's catching up, I guess you could say, in in a way. Yeah, um, big time. And that type of, that's a big move. And here's the problem. What you're going to see is that at some point, the U.S. dollar isn't going to be the global currency anymore. I think we all know and expect that that's going to happen. And um, when that does you're going to see a flip of those numbers. So you're going to have, I, I'm just going to use the ruble for an example, because we were looking at it. One ruble will buy you like $20, in which case, you know, the U.S. dollar isn't going to be worth shit anymore. We're going to look like Venezuela. You could take, and at that point, you're going to, it's going to take you, you know, wheelbarrows full of cash to go to the store and buy a loaf of bread or, oh, excuse me, a gallon of milk because you won't be able to buy bread at all because there's no wheat milk was going to be a problem all of it uh yeah you're right um and some say that this has already happened when russia backed its currency with gold and that this transition is already occurring uh, there's go i think it's going to be kind of a drawn out process not an overnight process but there could be this snap event or this flash crash event that occurs um but I'm thinking they're going to try their best to avoid that and kind of draw it out. So it's not going to be noticeable overnight, but after a year or two, you're going to be like, what the hell happened? Because it's just going to continue to evolve day by day, which is why we watch this unfold. Exactly. Hey, just real quick. Mm -hmm. How is my volume? Is it seem low? No, it seems perfect. Seems good. Okay. Yeah. Cause I just got a text from someone telling me I needed to turn my volume up. <laughs> so I just thought I would check real quick. Uh, it fades in and out sometimes if you lower your voice or if you get away from the mic. But other than that, it, oh. the volume itself is perfect. Gotcha. Okay, cool. Well, if I need to speak up, just put it in the chat. I'll see it. Okay. All right. Yeah, 5-5 five, five if you guys are okay. Cool. Uh, moving on, let's talk a little bit about U.S. news. We'll talk about world news, and then we'll wrap it up here to continue our hump day. Hump day. So let's see. Do you want to read this article? Sure. Something strange happened in Georgia. Vernon Jones is the latest Trump-endorsed candidate to lose runoff election in Peach State. A clean sweep for never Trump. So there's definitely something strange going on in Georgia. I will agree with that. So it says in 2016, Donald Trump won the state of Georgia, 50.4% to 45.3%. Republicans won the state in every presidential election since 1992 when Bill Clinton took the state thanks to Ross Perot. In 2020, President, increased, President Trump increased his votes in the state by 372,000 votes. Joe Biden, who did not campaign, campaign won 596,000 more votes than Hillary Clinton did in 2016. It was an amazing result for a candidate who did not campaign in the state, and when he did, he could only fill about 10 circles. We all know that ballot traffickers pushed Joe Biden over the top with tens of thousands of illegal votes in 2020, but that doesn't explain 2022. Secretary of State Brad Rassenberger, who could not win in his own district as a representative to the state convention, surprisingly won his primary two weeks ago over a popular Republican with 52% of the vote. Rassenberger was polling around 25%. 
Rassenberger is also a committed never Trumper who was caught lying about a call President Trump had with him back in December of 2022. I think that's supposed to say December of 2020. I don't know. Rassenberger frequently attacks Trump and his supporters. On Tuesday, Rassenberger smeared President Trump in front of Liz Cheney's January 6th show trial. But Rassenberger won his primary with 52% of the vote to prevent a runoff. Brian Kemp, who was booed at the state convention, surprisingly won his primary in Georgia after a rally with Mike Pence by 74% to 22%. And on Tuesday, popular conservative and Trump supporter Vernon Jones, who just months ago would receive a rock star's welcome at rallies, lost to his opponent, Mike Collins. Vernon Jones lost his race 76 to 24%. So Georgia was a clean sweep against President Trump and his supporters, if we want to believe the numbers. Trump has only only has 24% support from the conservatives in the state. Only 24% of Republicans in Georgia support President Donald Trump. That's what we're supposed to believe. We know the machines they use, the Brad Ravensburger purchased, are able to be breached and manipulated. A recent government report confirmed this. Something is going on in Georgia, or maybe it's too late to save the state. It's interesting uh, that these people who Trump endorsed won, you know, only got about 24, 20, a little over 20% of the um, votes. They're cheating. Yeah, they absolutely are cheating. And you know what? This just goes to show you that it's not just Democrats who cheat, it's Republicans too. Yeah, they put their rhino so, in there. You know, Vernon Jones yeah. isn't, he's not a suitable rhino anymore. No. I, not that I, I, not that I'm a fan of Vernon Jones. No. Um, still don't understand why Trump endorsed him. I think because, and I think, you know, this is kind of how Josh explained it to me because I feel the same way. And it's that Vernon Jones goes wherever he sees support and value because he's a freaking following follower, coward. He's not a leader. Accused rapist. Um, allegedly. Um, yeah, exactly. So that's what it is. He's going to go wherever he thinks he's going to prosper. And he obviously made the wrong choice, but they cheated. I mean, he's, I think he should have won and that they yeah. cheated. Um, I think, so too. I think what we're seeing is, you know, throughout, you look across the United States and the people that Trump endorsed won their primaries 100% pretty much hands down. 100%. Not, not 100%. No? No. There were a couple of states, take, if you take Georgia out of the mix, there were a couple of states prior to this where I think there were three people that Trump endorsed that didn't win their primaries. Primaries. Primaries, because we're not to the general election. Yet. Um, so these, these are primaries. And so what's going on the ballot running up against these Democrats are going to be rhinos and establishment Republicans. So there have been a few. There's not many. Out of yeah. the 60-some people he endorsed, there's only been like three of them that didn't win their primaries. Okay. So, um, it, it isn't 100%. I do know that. It's more like 98 and then, I mean, then you have Georgia, where this cycle, nobody that Trump endorsed won. The only reason I say that is this morning Trump put out a message and he said, uh, with the great Alabama win by Katie Britt tonight, this is last mm-hmm. night, I am pleased to announce that we, MAGA, are 12 wins and zero losses in U.S. Senate primary races this cycle. This cycle. So that's, that's the Senate. Okay. So we've also got congressional seats that are okay. I two. see. So yeah. So oh, and that's the very general possible. election. We will also do really well in the general election. Make America great again. Okay. 
Well, he's saying that based on the fact that they're assuming that there's not going to be any election fraud, or maybe he knows that there's going to be election fraud for the, who knows. He knows there's um, election fraud. I don't know what the hell the plan is, though. This does not make sense to me, and it seems terrible that it's just, they're getting away with it. They're getting away with it. No one's doing it. I think that we, you know, even not knowing what's going to happen, I think we can all assume that whatever it is, isn't going to be good, ultimately, even if it looks pretty you know, November 4th. So I think that, you know, if the Republicans do win, like we're expecting, um, I I think that they're going to open investigations and they're going to do the same thing that they're doing with January 6th as far as their fake committees and their fake trials and yeah they might pull this election up and say oh my gosh this one was fake too you republican bastards yeah yeah but you know it's hard to say we're just gonna have to see how it goes um if we even make it to election day right um without them shutting things down oh yeah that might happen but we'll make it oh well yeah as far as surviving goes yes i i didn't mean to say that we're those pesky words again um, <laughs> but you know there's nothing to say that you know they're already calling for the next pandemic and millions of dollars oh, yeah. for this next pandemic what are they planning on doing with those millions or even billions of dollars that they're you know control stuff their own I mean, whatever it is isn't going to be pretty you know it's so corrupt and you have to you have to believe that if they're calling for that kind of stuff now that it's for something that's going to happen in the future yeah. The only big thing that I can think of that's coming up in the future. This didn't happen in 2021. What did No, it's happening during an election year. And the, this Everything? pandemic. Right. Yeah. And it's not, a, yeah, they're talking about a new pandemic, but what the hell are they talking about? Like they, they're obviously just spilling the beans. They're planning for something. I don't, I honestly don't think that Joe Biden was supposed to say anything about that. I think he went off script again. Yeah. And they're just, they're not saying anything about it in hopes that it just slides under the rug and that people are like, oh, yeah, there's another there's another pandemic. Right. Bill Gates kind of preempted that as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And nobody's talking about it. Nope. So, voter fraud continues. Yeah. Joe Biden to announce support for three-month gas tax holiday three months gas tax holiday president joe biden will use a planned speech wednesday to call for congress to suspend federal gas and diesel taxes for three months what the white house shared details of the president's decision with reporters in a release calling it a unique moment in history quote president biden understands that a gas tax holiday alone will not on its own relieve the run-up in costs that we've seen the White House announced in a release, but the president believes that at this unique moment when the war in Ukraine is imposing costs on American families, Congress should do what it can to provide working families breathing room. Unquote. The federal government charges 18 cents per gallon in taxes for gasoline and 24 cents per gallon for diesel. So let me put this into layman's terms. Let's say you have a gas tank that holds 20 gallons of fuel. And you put 20 gallons of fuel in your car, you're going to save a whopping $3.60. Oh, good. $97. Congratulations. A tank. $97 a tank instead of $100. Yes. Stupid. So, you know, 
we should be happy, but we're mentally unwell and we can't be. Yeah. It says it, it does nothing. The White House continues to blame Russia's war in Ukraine as Putin's price hike for the record high cost of gasoline, even though the price rose consistently during Biden's administration. Yes, yes, it did. Most of the rise was during the administration prior to this war, just so you guys know. Um, yep. Expect higher gas prices. This, you're right, will do nothing. Um, I guess what it will do is kind of... It'll affect the markets. Maybe. I mean, it... Okay. I say that maybe as far as realistically affecting the markets, not really. Um, Will it affect the markets and the fact that whoever is pumping this stuff, yeah, the sentiment, people would be like, yay! Um, That could be part of the reason why they're doing something like this. It's just to... Yeah, it's like Nadine said. It's like 18 cents off a gallon, which basically puts it to, you know, whatever it was at last week. (laughs) Congratulations. And if you don't think the gas prices are going to, you know, it's a three-month gas tax holiday, right? But that doesn't mean that the prices are going to stay the same for three months. All that means is they're not going to be charging the tax. So um, prices could go up to seven or eight dollars and you're still only saving 18 cents per gallon. Congratulations. You're still playing full price. It's like, it's like getting a pay increase and you're going to have $10,000 more in your bank account because of what I did with the tax holiday. Well, put it this way. When gas is a hundred dollars a gallon, you'll be saving like 17 bucks a gallon. Right. Exactly. <laughs> a lot. It's a big savings. Holy but that's shit. how they spin this. And they're like, Americans have $10,000 more in savings than they did this time last year, you know, because of everything I did for the economy. Fuck off, Joe Biden. He can't even ride a bike. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just, I'm, I'm over this administration and all of their bullshit. Uh-huh. And this one... It kind of goes line in line with this. White House press secretary makes Freudian slip when discussing Biden's efforts to address high gas prices. Let's just play the video because it pretty much says what the video says. So, Oh, I'm sorry. You said play the video. Yeah. There's no point in reading it. It says the same thing. Okay. This we could do. Well, sound would be helpful. I mean, the president has been very clear in making sure that he does everything that he can uh, to uh, to elevate to alleviate uh, the you know the the pain that American families are feeling when it comes to gas prices. Wait, play that again. What did what was it that you said? Alleviate. Surely she didn't say elevate the pain Americans are feeling. Oh wait, she did. Oopsie. I mean, the president has been very clear in making sure that he does everything that he can uh, to uh, to elevate to alleviate uh, the you know the the pain that American families are feeling when it comes to gas prices. This commie. Yeah. Oops. Yep. Don't you hate it when you speak the truth on accident? I know, right? And they do it all the time. Yeah. That's the thing, is that they do this all the time. They're like, oh, well, excuse Who, really, who screws up that badly? If this is your job, 
and, and you really are screwing up, maybe you should be fired. But they do this all the time. Joe Biden does it. Joe Biden slips up and says things, and then they have to, you know, run point on him. And um, you know, she she's worse than the last one. I didn't think I could actually ever say that about Flapjack Patty, but I, I kind of wish that she was back. <laughs> Fiery little Russian redhead. I don't yeah. know. I miss the redhead commie. <laughs> yeah, let's take. Can we have the redheaded commie back, please? Gosh, she's just yeah. Joe Biden is doing everything he can to elevate the pain that Americans feel. Let's just say it for what it is. Yep. And I'm sorry. Yep. How do you look at the word alleviate and get elevate out of it? Unless, um, I mean, I guess I, can, you know. I think it was a Freudian slip. <laughs> like you said, the yep. truth slips out. Yep, definitely. <laughs> oh, she's terrible. Yeah, she really is. All right, moving on. Union Pacific reducing rail shipments of diesel fuel for pilot flying J gas stations. DEF, deal exhaust fluid, supply chain also cratering. Wow. So basically what this article says, because it's fairly long, is it basically says that the CEO of Flying J came out and said that the CEO of Union Pacific Railroad came out and told him that... Um, they were required to reduce shipments by 26%. And then not long after that, they were also told that they were required to reduce shipments by another 50% or else. And this is the fuel oh. required by new trucks, correct? New yes, 2010 trucks. and newer. Yeah. Um, and in some states, like I know Oregon passed a law saying that they had until a certain year to switch their, everybody had a certain amount of time to switch their entire fleet to newer vehicles. You couldn't run anything that was uh, older than 2010. Whether that date has come and gone, I don't know because I don't live in Oregon anymore and I don't follow yeah. the laws, but I know that they passed legislation to to do that. I assume that Washington and California are probably pretty similar because their legislation always hand in hand. Yeah, I want a truck. And I'm like, like a, like a dump truck type thing. I'm like, should I get a freaking like seven sixties or seventies dump truck yes. or should I get? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I would. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, we have a, well, uh, the thing is these, this, there's one truck where it's like the, it has um, a seat, but you can't adjust the seat. And I'm not a very tall individual, so it's like I have to like modify the pedals and stuff to make it comfortable. If I were to big extensions, yeah, right, midget <laughs> contraptions. <laughs> I I'm serious. I was like, I know they make these things. I might literally have to do that because platform you, shoes. You have the what do they call the oh bench seat? You have the bench seat that doesn't move up and down, and then the pedals are like for a tall farmer. <laughs> so, <laughs> but my you thinking is. Shoes. I don't want these electric chips in my car and all this bullshit. I want to be able to look at it and know, oh, I need this part. Oh, I need that part. You know, these new vehicles are bad news. Yeah, Christopher Shaver said 92 or older and you'll be okay. Okay. But, yeah, we have um, – it's, it's the same thing with vehicles too. So if you've bought like a, a newer, let's say, a 2015 Dodge Diesel – you won't be driving 
very far very no. soon. No, very, especially yeah. if there's an EMP. Well, right, but taking that completely out of the equation, mm-hmm. um, you're not going to be able to get fuel for it. Yeah. So if that's your only mode of transportation is a newer v- diesel vehicle, um, and pretty soon, once this happens, you won't be able to sell it. No. Who wants to buy a, wants to buy a vehicle you can't drive? Uh, yeah, I think yesterday I just heard about um, prices for something. I think it was a vehicle type of vehicle. Prices for these vehicles just dropping because there's no demand. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, people. You I know, for now, you can still get gasoline, um, but diesel is and diesel engine oil and the diesel exhaust fluid is um, it's in a pretty bad state right now and they say that I read another article I can't, I don't know if it's in here or not I can't remember if I put it in but um, it was saying that we have about eight weeks supply left oh no somebody posted it on the social red pill that's where I saw it. Uh-huh. that we have an eight week supply of diesel fuel availability I don't know what yeah. the numbers are as far as those three things are required but but that doesn't mean we're going to run out in eight weeks. We could if we stopped bringing any in or producing any. Oh, no, they is... sure shut it down. What? So there's not going to be any more made until 2023. And we have eight weeks left. Yes. What? That's what the thing on the... I, I have not verified this. It was posted... Somebody posted it on the social red pill this to... morning. All right. We could look at and... it later. That sounds crazy. But, I, but if that is true, we're screwed. Yeah, I think what... Okay, this is me guessing, but I think what it implies is... we're So, if we don't get any imports and we don't produce any by other means, then we have an eight-week supply left. I'm going to look it up, because now I'm curious. Okay, you could look that up. I'm. Can I... I'll look at the next story as you do that. Sure. Just interrupt. Or, we'll just circle back. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll... Yeah. Andrew Gillum, DeSantis's 2018 opponent, faces indictment. Uh-oh. The charges have not been publicly released, but Gillum, once a rising Democratic star in Florida, confirmed in a written statement that he is being indicted. Andrew Gillum, the once rising Florida Democratic star who narrowly lost his 2018 gubernatorial race against Ron DeSantis, has told associates that he expects to be indicted in federal court as early as today, June 22, 2022, for alleged fraud tied to his campaign, NBC News has learned. The, the exact charges are unclear, and the U.S. Attorney's Office for the Northern District of Florida would neither confirm nor deny details about the criminal case against Gillum. In a written statement to NBC News, Gillum acknowledged the case but said it's politically motivated without offering specifics. Quote, I have spent the last 20 years of my life in the public service and continue to fight for the people, Gillum said. Every campaign I've run has been done with integrity. Make no mistake that this case is not legal, it is political. Throughout my career, I have always stood up for the people of Florida and have spoken truth to power. There's been a target on my back ever since I was the mayor of Tallahassee. They found nothing then, and I have full confidence that my legal team will prove my innocence now. Anyway, I just thought this was interesting that... uh they usually don't pull indictments unless they have something juicy on you. So, uh, crooked. Yeah. I thought that was a good, 
good news. Good feel good. Good news story today, right? Kind of halfway. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> so I found that article. Ooh, I'm beautiful. just gonna. Well, it's not an article. It, what is this? Where I don't know. Hold on. Let me see what the source is. Oh, it's a video from 1540 Engine Oil. Sorry. Okay. So apparently this is quoted. This was posted by one of the members of the social red pill. It says it's all 100% true. We discovered that the diesel engine oil additive manufacturers in America declared force majeure and are no longer operating, causing a total disruption of the supply chain for diesel engine oil manufacturers. The entire USA supply runs out in eight weeks. <clears throat> no more supply. supply. Sorry. Um, Go ahead. No more supply until 2023. Total collapse of transport. Controlled demolition of diesel combustible engines. Everyone needs to become very familiar with the three things that are needed to keep all diesel engines running. Diesel fuel, diesel engine oil, and DEF, diesel exhaust fluid. Without all three, the engine won't run. There are now serious shortages in each of these three. What runs on diesel in America? All farm tractors, all long-haul trucks, trains, ships, construction equipment, fire trucks, etc. No diesel equals no civilization. No diesel equals no power for electric cars. So, like I said, I have not been able to verify this. This is what I've read. Um, I have heard that there are shortages of death. Um, and that's being reported, I think, even in the mainstream media. Hmm. Um, so, it'll be interesting to see. Like I said, this is unconfirmed at this point. But hmm. we were talking about it, and I wanted to share it. It's definitely not far off track of what we are expecting. But No, I really don't think it is. I think that at this point in time... Um, we can all see what's happening and what's going on. Like, yeah. none of us are stupid. And so, um, Jenica says, we post the, that link about the diesel. It's yeah. on the social red pill. It was, I'm just going to say it was shared by RMRM. So, she said the death isn't needed if you jailbreak the truck. <laughs> That's probably possible. Nice, Jenica. Jenica. I, I don't know how to jailbreak a truck. I can't. I couldn't even figure out how to jailbreak my phone. So she's ready. <laughs> You're gonna need to find your local friend like Jenica. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> find I your local Jenica. Wanna, I think she might want to move to Montana. I mean, I've heard it's really great here, and it's not nearly as hot as wherever she's at. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's terrifying. Yeah. But it just goes to show that, you know, things are, um, things are kind of bad right now and it's not mm. looking pretty anywhere. Yeah. We have more good news. 82 arrested and 31 rescued. Here's what we know. Kansas city, a recent operation in the rescue of 31 victims of human trafficking for sexual explo exploitation. Of the total, 14 were missing children, with the youngest being 4 years old, and 17 were adults. Wow. 82 arrests. I, I, that's good news and bad news. It's good news that they have made the arrests. It's not good news when you look at the fact that this should have never happened. And if we were doing things to protect our country, it wouldn't yeah. look this bad. Not to say it would eliminate it entirely, but... I don't think, I think that we're exacerbating the issue. Yeah, it's definitely concerning that this is occurring, but uh, 82 more off the streets. 
yep. for now. And more on the gas issue that we were just talking about. Yeah. Uh, emergency services not responding to 911 calls due to soaring gas prices. Imagine that. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, emergency services don't have the gas to respond to all calls already. Um, eventually, it's going to be they won't be able to respond to any calls if there was no source of fuel. And like you said, fire trucks, police vehicles. Exactly. Yep. And then they want to, on top of all of this, they want to disarm you so you can't even protect yourself. Yep. Biden, this is uh, yesterday, second pandemic. You have, I know you're looking for more money from Congress for the, this vaccine campaign and for, for COVID funding going into the fall. Uh, how much of the supply of vaccines for these small children uh, is there and, and how many of the nation's kids will you be able to get vaccinated before you need more money uh, from Congress? Well, we'll get through at least this year. We, we do need more money, but we don't just need more money for vaccines for children eventually. We need more money to plan for the second pandemic. There's going to be another pandemic. We have to think ahead. And that's not something the last outfit did very well. That's something we've been doing for fairly well. That's why we need the money. What do they have in store for us? Oh my gosh. We already know. Uh, SPARS? What is it called? SARS? Um, SPARS? There's, right, and then there's MERS. MERS. Yeah, the MERS is what I was thinking. You're right. That's the one that they war gamed. Also, yeah, we have Middle East Respiratory Syndrome, smallpox. Um, I saw. Uh, did you see a report on that today? I saw a report where smallpox was reported in the UK today. Are you talking about smallpox or polio? Because I heard um, that there's a resurgence of polio now too. Okay, hold on. But I think you might be right. Was well, they've had smallpox. It, no, it's uh, pox. Oh, I don't think I put it in here. It was something. Uh. Jeez, now I got I got to pull it up. I should have got my facts straight before I spoke. <laughs> Let's see. Um, well, I, while you're looking that up, thank you. Gage just posted in here breaking news: the Supreme Court ruled uh, to protect private religious schools. So that is a win. Yeah, um, I saw that. For now, I mean, we're going to, I think that this is going to lead to uh, a lot of riots and stuff like that. I think I saw a report this morning that said that the um, left was already melting down about a Supreme Court decision. My guess is that it's probably this. So um, it, it's, you know, I believe the Supreme Court has until the end of June. And they can actually extend into July a little bit if they don't get through all of their cases. They have to get through all of them. So they basically stay in session until all of the cases oh. that they have on the doctor are ruled on. Mm -hmm. um, 
And so we could see some of this going into possibly July. I really doubt it. I think that they're going to want to be out of Washington, D.C., probably well before the 4th of July, honestly. So I would expect that they're going to have things put up by the end of the month for sure. They've got about uh, a little more than a week left. And, um, but I, I, you know, everybody is saying that they're expecting Roe versus Wade to come out. Yeah. Uh, by oh. Friday. Uh-huh. I, I have a feeling, and if, this is just a feeling. I don't have anything to back it up or have nothing to prove it. I think, and maybe this is only, I think this because it's what I would do. Okay. I don't think that they're going to release Roe versus Wade. I think that's going to be the very last case that they rule on, and then they're going to get the hell out of there. Oh. I don't think I don't think that they're going to, I think they're going to do every, because of this leak and what they've already saw coming, yeah. I think they're holding on to Roe versus Wade, and I think that's going to be the very last ruling that they have for this session. I think they're going to make their ruling, and then they're going to get the hell out of here. I mean, that's wow. the only thing that makes any sense. If they have any intelligence whatsoever, that's what I would do. I wouldn't be like, oh, yeah, we're going to rule on Roe versus Wade, get it out of the way, and then finish up the session. No, because there's no way. There's going to be so much turmoil and uh, so much chaos and so much writing. Terrible. They're not going to get anything done. Yeah. They need to rule on that last mm-hmm. and then get the hell out. Yeah, good point. You could be right on that. We'll see. So I found it. Okay. Um, according to the insider paper on Twitter, they said a national incident has been declared after polio virus was detected in wastewater in London, UK Health Security Agency. So it's polio. That's what I thought I saw, but it was true. And... Of course, we saw, what, like $10 million of funding announced by the World Health Organization working in collaboration with Bill and Melinda Gates, whatever. Sure. In funding for polio um, stuff. So yeah. it's the I, their agenda, this clearly. In the water. Wastewater, but still, in the water. Watch the water. Yeah, exactly. So pretty not good. You know, if you really want to protect your water, I'm just going to say this right here. Go on over to uh, redpills.tv slash Patriot. Go to My Patriot Supply. Get a water filtering system so that you can filter that stuff out. Because if you don't have some kind of filtering system, um, then you're stuck with whatever is in your water. Um, Get something. If you can't afford something fancy, then go down and buy the thing that you can attach to your faucet. Like I've used that, right? The little pure systems. You yeah. Your faucet Some you of those filters are really great. Yeah. Um, get something. I wanted the story. Definitely don't. I wouldn't be drinking unfiltered water at this point, quite honestly. Um, what we use in my house is we buy water jugs and we have a water cooler. Um, I know exactly what's in my water. I know where the source of water comes from. And my water is RO water. So I know I'm safe drinking it. I mean, granted, I'm not reverse osmosising it myself, but um, the company that I buy it from, and there's no fluoride added to it. There's no, there's nothing added to it. It's just reverse osmosis water. Nice. Yeah. I was looking at um, distilleries. 
Yes, you can distill your own water too. It's just a process of boiling it, collecting the steam, and then it filters anything out. Anything that's in your water is going is heavy enough, theoretically, that uh, it's not going to make it through the distilling process. Yeah. So maybe getting one of those. We'll see. I mean, t- things seem to be progressing really quickly, but. Yeah, if you guys go to redpills.tv slash patriot, they have a lot of things for survival that you could look at. Uh, and when you do, that helps support us at the same time yeah. as you preparing for yourself and your family. Um, all right. Onward. Well, you can stop sharing your sound. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> All right, you want to take right. it? Sure. Putin declares victory over a new world order. Change of elites coming because humanity has woken up. I don't know that I necessarily like the term change of elites because I don't think we should have elites anymore, but whatever. Says so global elites who have been running the world in recent decades working in concert to usher in a new world order have been defeated, according to Russian President Vladimir Putin, who used his speech at the St. Petersburg International Economic Forum on Friday to warn that a change of elites in the West is just around the corner. Disastrous liberal policies undertaken by EU and U.S. leaders are exacerbating inequalities and divisions in their societies, not just in terms of welfare, but in terms of values and orientations of various groups, Putin said. I'm just going to kind of highlight some of the things that he said without necessarily reading the article. You can go back and read the article on uh, the recap that we published. But he said, quote, such a detachment from reality, from the demands of society, will inevitably lead to a surge of populism and the growth of radical movements to serious social and economic changes, to degradation and in the near future to a change of elites. Um, The other thing that he said is... These truly revolutionary tectonic changes in geopolitics, the global economy, and the technological sphere, and the entire system of international relations are fundamental, pivotal, pivotal, and inexorable, Putin said. And it is a mistake to suggest that one can wait out the times of turbulent change and that things will return to normal, that everything will be as it was. It will not. So he says the new world order is gone with the wind. In other words, new centers of power have emerged, which we've talked about here. The unipolar world order isn't coming back and the colonial way of thinking has failed. So what I think he's referring to is the US and our Republic. The people of the world have spoken and they have rejected the new world order's plan to turn them into cattle or useless eaters. Interesting his, his wording. Um, It says, how did this great change happen? It's quite simple, according to Putin and all of the hubris and arrogance the West led by the New World Order miscalculated its response to the conflict in Ukraine. Um, He says, the European Union has completely lost its political sovereignty and its bureaucratic elites are dancing to someone else's tune, accepting whatever they are told from above, causing harm to their own population and their own economy. EU citizens will pay the price for decisions divorced from reality and taken contrary to common sense, he added, as direct losses from the sanctions alone could exceed $400 billion in a year. Uh, it says, blaming the high energy prices and inflation in the West of, on Russia, Putin's price hike, as the White House puts it, is stupidity and designed for people who can't read or write. 
Don't blame us, blame yourselves, Putin said. Um, he goes on and what he's saying is not wrong. So, you know, he's there was one thing that I did want to include in here if I can find it real quick. Wow. Um, is it was an interesting it was oh he says in here the global elite have been exposed and are set to face the wrath of the people in the kind of reckoning not seen since the days of the guillotine in the streets of 17th century paris putin says that the elite blue blood is set to run putin says that elite blue blood is set to run in the streets all over again according to putin another revolution is just around the corner Humanity has woken up to the elites and revenge when it comes will be swift and appropriate. I just thought that was a really interesting choice of words. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think he's wrong. I really don't. That doesn't mean that I'm going to be involved in any violence. I'm just trying to survive at this point, but I don't think he's wrong. I think he's right. I think the world has woken up and um, I think people are already seeing the effects of the genocide that's been perpetrated on humanity. And um, yesterday I saw an article that said that, or maybe it was on Twitter in Germany, what they're doing is they're hanging pictures of all the people who have died from vaccine related deaths and on the streets. And I mean, this thing is just huge. There's just, thousands and thousands of pictures and so what's happening is that the media isn't reporting this and VAERS is I think VAERS is maybe just US but whatever vaccine reporting systems other countries use I think is being manipulated and I think Mm -hmm. people are starting to see that and they're like we need to get this news out there right away and we need to get it out for people to see and if they're going to ignore the numbers and not talk about it and they're going to manipulate the numbers there's got to be another way of doing that and so what better way of making a public display you post your picture of your loved one who's died after getting the vaccine you list the date the vaccine was given the date of the death the cause of death you know and you let the whole world see it like these are peaceful ways that we have available to us to wake people up. Why not? Get a group of people together. Start gathering pictures. Start hanging this stuff up in public places where people can see it. And make an impact that way. There we we gotta start we have to start thinking outside the box in order to be effective in our approach. Yeah, I like that. Uh, Iran, Iran renews threats to assassinate Mike Pompeo. This is interesting. Yeah, I mean, it is what exactly what that is. It, you know, they're still pissed off that Trump killed Qasem Soleimani. They blame Pompeo for it, and they've said that they're going to come after him. Yep, called him a liar. Posted a picture of him with crosshairs over his head. Yeah, exactly, and. <laughs> You know, our government has come out and said, we're going to protect every American citizen. But, you know, really, are they? No, they're murdering them, literally, allegedly. But that could be the catalyst that's 
spark something off in the Middle East with uh-huh. the U.S. I mean, honestly, that could be. Oh yeah, big time, big time. That's yeah, exactly right. But we can move on. I mean, there's really not much else to that. You want to take the uh, take it away? Sure. Senator Johnson demands DOD contractor turn over military's medical database records. We know that the military records have been manipulated just as much as everything else. But if you want to scroll down, there's, this is a very long article. I'm not going to try to read it, but my in here, there is a bulleted list of the conditions that have spiked. It's past that even. So data from DMED provided by whistleblowers who knew they would face perjury charges if they submitted false statements to the court right there. False statements to the court in legal cases pending against the DOD showed miscarriages increased 300% in 2021 over the previous five-year average. Cancer increased by 300% and neurological disorders increased by 1,000% in 2021 over the past five-year average, increasing from 82,000 to 863,000 in one year. Other conditions have spiked over the same five-year period. So this increase is the increase in 2021 compared to the previous five years. Hypertension, 2,181% increase. Diseases of the nervous system, 1,048% increase. Malignant neoplasms of the esophagus, 894% increase. Multiple sclerosis, 680% increase. Malignant neoplasms of digestive organs, 624% increase. Guillain-Barre syndrome, 551% increase. Breast cancer, 487%. Demillionating, 487%. Malignant neoplasms of thyroid and other endocrine glands, 474%. Female infertility, 472%. Pulmonary embolism, 468%. Migraines, 452%. Ovarian dysfunction, 437%. Testicular cancer, 369%. And tachycardia, 302%. These numbers are are off the charts unbelievable. Yeah. Um, And if you take out the people dying from this okay so a lot of these are are diseases that can kill you right yeah um if you take that part out and you look at just the endocrine system the endocrine glands um infertility testicular cancer ovarian dysfunction you've got another huge increase so those that they don't kill off with this are never going to be able to reproduce they're killing future generations yeah. of humanity um, by killing people's fertility, which is exactly what they want. Um, I can't even begin to fathom the level of evil that it takes to perpetrate something like this on humanity and still show your face in public and then not have people wake up and be like, oh, it's fine. It's insane. Yeah, it's definitely an incredible evil. Um, Yeah, here's a long lineup outside Metro Hall today as people wait to get vaccinated against monkeypox. This is in Canada. Uh, Looks like they're spaced three feet apart and they're all waiting to get their jabs for monkeypox, which, what the fuck? 
Why? Because they're they think that it's because they were told to. And they're all distancing. Like, don't they know how it's spread? Hmm. Ugh, such a scare. Apparently not. Well, that's the thing is that they have the gov- governments all over the world has put people in fear so badly that they just blindly believe everything. And unfortunately, from what I understand, and this is from talking to somebody um, that was born and raised in Canada, mm-hmm. um, somebody that lives here in Montana, mm-hmm. and she said that you were taught when you go to school that the government is your friend and the government is there to make your life better. Mm. And um, so that's what they they tell people. And I've never been to Canada. I can't say much. Like I said, this was just from me having a conversation with somebody who moved to the U.S. from Canada before they could. Yeah, I believe it. I mean, same thing in the States. Maybe, yeah. Maybe not you're, most you're, people. You're taught, but... you're taught that the government is there to enhance your life and make it better. And so when people have that mindset and the government's like, take the shot, they're like, oh, the government's there to make my life better. So I must have to take it. They can't fathom. No, the the average person cannot fathom that their government is actually actively trying to kill them. Yeah. It's hard for Americans are in the same boat and countries all over the world Um, in Europe and all over everywhere in the same boat why would my government actively want to kill me what benefit is is it to them because people think well if i'm dead i can't pay taxes then they don't get money right they don't care yeah they don't care about the money that's what my brother told me why would they want to kill everybody they're not gonna be able to get the taxes i'm like look they already own the wealth of the world yeah it's not about that right they don't care about your 20 cents per gallon right they don't care about the I, what do oh, average whatever. people pay i mean you're talking okay for a hundred thousand dollar income people pay it's like what 10 10 12 grand in taxes yeah you really think they give a shit about 10 or 12 grand they're spending billions monthly sending it to foreign countries they could care less about your 10 or 12 grand trust yeah. me they could just sell some illegal drugs and get that in a million times that in five minute minutes. All they have to do is print more of it. Well, that too. <laughs> All right. Last but not least, citing disastrous pandemic response, expert panel will call for overhaul overhaul of U.S. public health system. At first glance, this might seem like good news, but uh, no. A bipartisan panel of health experts will call on Tuesday for an overhaul of the American public health system that would greatly expand the role of the federal government, giving Washington the authority to set minimum health standards and coordinate a patchwork of nearly 3,000 state, local, and tribal agencies. The recommendations flow from what the panel, the Commonwealth Fund Commission, and the National Public Health System describe as the inadequacies and inequities of the United States response to the coronavirus pandemic, which has killed more than one million Americans. Uh, It wasn't the remdesivir or grandma killer Cuomo, allegedly, who did this. It's it's the response. So yeah, they want more government control for these manufactured allegedly manufactured pandemics yeah scamdemics plandemics demics exactly 
this is yeah not good not good everybody sorry you know not a lot of great news today but unfortunately um there's an evil cabal taking over the world what andrea i said that's just the world we live in yeah maybe one day you know one day uh if this all blows over it goes well maybe we'll have a different story to tell but right now here's where we are everybody make sure you stay positive you know no point in dwelling feeling helpless and going into a depression you know we still have to live our lives we still have to move forward and there could be good things that come out of this but it is going to be dark times um so please you guys if you want to prepare you could utilize one of our sponsors redpills.tv slash patriot that is long-term short-term food storage and water filtration and things like that redpills.tv slash patriot that helps support decentralized news and media here as well as help yourself prepare for these things at the same time we greatly appreciate that if you if that's not within your budget buy water filtration devices figure out how to make water filtration buy a little bit of extra every time you go to the store etc etc prepare in any way you can um think about how you're going to stay cool think about how you're going to insulate a warm room for the winter in case there was no power in some event even however unlikely you might think that may be um stay cool stay warm when you need to all this stuff is important um, as well as staying fed um and hydrated so you guys please do a little bit to prepare every day if you can um because that increases our odds exponentially in getting through this if it does go as bad as it looks like it's gonna go yeah and a lot of people are saying it i'm seeing it are you seeing people like um more kind of what you'd expect to be going with the narrative type people saying this is Yeah. Yeah, I have. There's a little gal that I know. She's um, the daughter of a friend of mine. Yeah. And very, you know, she, she was in some of the protests and billings last year following the crowd. She's conservative. You know, I'm young conservative. Doesn't really do too much, pay too much attention to anything. And, you know, just kind of goes with whatever is popular, right? Because she's young. And the other day she was over here and I was talking to her and stuff. And she's like, I don't know what I'm going to do. She's like, things are looking really bad. She's like, I don't even know if I'll be able to get food a year from now. So young people are waking up. Like, I don't even think she's 21 yet. And they're starting to see this and they're starting to see the way that things are going. And this is, you know, for young adults who are just entering the workforce and they're just now getting, getting on their feet and making minimum wage and trying to figure their budgets out and stuff like that they're they don't know what to do you know because it's unsustainable i mean people who are middle-aged and are already set in their careers and you know kind of advanced um as far as their their budgets go right and the amount of money that they make are struggling so what you know, what are these young people going through that are just starting out? You know, so I, I think that that has the potential to wake a lot more people up than anything is seeing the way that, because money is kind of the thing that brings everybody together, right? We all have to survive. Every Everybody has to have money. And so what better way of 
really waking them up than by showing them the ugly truth of our monetary system and our economics in this country. Yeah. As hard of a lesson as that is to learn. Yeah, you can only ignore the ugly truth for so long when your stomach's growling, right? Right. Well, and, you know, that's just the thing is, you know, you talk about the shots and stuff like that. How many people are getting the shot that aren't feeling the side effects or at least not recognizing them, right? I don't think it's 100% of people are going to die that got this shot. That's obviously not the goal here. Um, but then you look at, so you got the shot, you're not affected by it at all. It's easy to glaze over that and ignore it, right? But if you want to stay asleep, I'm not talking about for those of us who want to wake up. I'm talking about those who have no interest yeah. in waking up to any of this. You, you can't imagine or you can't ignore what's happening in your pocketbook because that literally affects everybody. Like that, you can't ignore that. You can't, when you can't afford to buy groceries or you can't find groceries in your store, that's a problem for everybody, not just people who, you know, are awake to things. Yeah. And, you know, don't tell your neighbors what you have because uh, when push comes to shove, people will push and shove. So uh, keep to yourself and protect what you got. Um, be smart, stay salty, stay safe. I do want to do a couple of acknowledgements here. Uh, we got a new follower today. Thank you, Coronian, for following us over there on DLive. We appreciate it. hope you like the show. Uh, tune in again for the rest of our shows. This is just the tip of the iceberg. There is a whole other part of the iceberg. Uh, Yay donated for ice cream as well. So thank you so much, Yay. And Jenica, of course, with her donation earlier. Thank you, Jenica. You guys um, are awesome. We greatly appreciate it. Thank you all for tuning in. And thank you, Andrea, for helping me get through this. Uh, the morning coffee with you always does lighten up my day. I do wake up just dragging my feet. And by the end of this, I feel a lot better. Um, and Patriotic Pisces, so much love over there. Diamonds, diamonds, and ice creams coming through. Thank you so much, everybody. Um, thank you very much. Uh, Andrea, do you have any last final departing words for the wonderful people enjoy life while you can <laughs> yeah yeah i'm optimistic i think uh we'll come out on the other end of this um not okay let me, fight, let me rephrase but... enjoy life despite everything <laughs> how's that sorry i'm a Better? little <laughs> <laughs> I, I i'll be Look. honest i'm not feeling the hottest and this We're... is you know, we're, it's, rough. it's rough on everybody it's rough on me it's hard uh, to stay uh optimistic in this uh for sure but you know life is so weird in that way i i don't know honestly i don't know how we do it knowing what we know but we have to we have no choice but to keep on pushing yeah no jenica says that we're her favorite show thank you thank you jenica we appreciate that. We try to bring this with a little bit of humor and, mm -hmm. you know, we're just, we're average Americans. We're not anything special. We're not experts in anything. Um, we're just up here looking at the news so you guys don't have to, you know, and sharing our opinions and stuff. And, you know, maybe we're completely wrong in how we think about things and how we view things. But I don't know. 
if nothing else, it maybe it gives you a different perspective. I think we're mostly right. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> Um, um, right, unfortunately. I wish I was wrong. I wish I was completely <laughs> wrong on all of this. But. Yeah, you guys. And if you, you know, if you agree or disagree with what we're saying, uh, you could leave comments over there on Rumble. And, uh, of course, hit those plus signs over there, y'all. Um, thank you, everybody, for tuning in from across the Internet. I know a lot of you have subscribed on CloutHub. Thank you so much for tuning in over there and everywhere else. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, make sure you tune in tonight for The Daily Dose with Joshua Reed at 5.30 p.m. Pacific, 8.30 p.m. Eastern for Josh's analysis of the unfolding global conspiracy. We may have Dr. Kirk Elliott on as well to discuss uh, some of the financial situation we find ourselves in, especially this will be good as Powell has made his remarks and moves are going to start being made. He may have further information on that and always has a professional analysis and uh, it's nice to have a professional uh, come in and educate us and confirm or deny what we are saying um helps us all understand and learn what the heck is going on so love the guests like this like days like today for sure other than that uh we've got the rest of the week to go through you know tomorrow is going to be our practice friday so we'll start loosening up getting ready for the weekend and then uh before we know it'll be the weekend and we'll be having a grand old time so everybody hang in there keep on pushing never give up God bless America. God bless you. Uh, thank you, Andrea. Thanks, Everybody, guys. take care. See you soon. Bye, guys.